No, see, I felt complete before I was a father. I feel fulfilled in a way that nothing else could have fulfilled me in that very specific way. But since I didn't know that way even existed until I became a dad, it was never something that was planned for, you know. in a pod Welcome to Pops in a Pod. I'm Peter Pop and I'm Nader Pop. Nader, it's finally here. I can't believe we've been planning this for a while, but Father's Month we're releasing our first episode today. Yes, and this year I think a lot of planning has gone uh considering the fact that we've got such an interesting uh lineup of guests and we've been talking to them for a couple of months at least before they gave us their dates and agreed to come on the podcast and hopefully they had fun in fact this one the first one that we're starting off with is quite an interesting personality yeah uh i have to give a huge shout out uh to a friend of mine anuj gurwara and he is someone who's not a father but still follows pops in a pod a bit and he introduced me to our guest who is Carrie Edwards. Nader, why don't you tell us a bit about Carrie? Because there's so much actually we can talk about Carrie. Carrie Edwards, as I said earlier, is a big personality and he wears many, many hats. He started off as a model, followed by a very, very interesting uh, direction in VJing and he VJed for Channel B and SS Music. Then after many years, he gave that up and he became a martial arts trainer. He's also a voiceover artist. And eventually, after I think a couple of decades, he landed his first corporate gig. That's how he says it. Although his latest role will be by far the most challenging and the most interesting. He is a father to twins. But Peter, we are just not here to talk about his parenting journey, right? Yeah, that's true Nader. I mean, in a first in 120 odd episodes of Pops in a Pod, we've actually got a parent who's not married. And if you're confused about it, well, don't worry, we even talked to Carrie about that. So, I think Nader, that's enough for an introduction. Let's dive straight into our episode with Carrie. Carrie has so much to tell us. We're joined by Carrie Edwards. So welcome to Pops in a Pod. Thank you. Thank Carrie. you so much for having me. What's up, Carrie? Hey, Nader. How's it going? <laughs> but you know what? Listen, I have to be honest. And when we were like reading up on you and doing research and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right, Carrie? We tried to do justice with an introduction. And I don't even think we wouldn't have even scratched the surface. So why don't you give us like a brief introduction? Okay, about so uh, someone someone actually used this this. Uh, so phrase and I, I really like it so Saite and I have actually started using it it's uh, it's that we are multi-hyphenates uh, <laughs> which is that you know uh, rather than saying jack of all trades uh, a, a multi-hyphenate is so yeah um, I started out as a model and then became an MC and then DJ for two different channels I, I started off with channel V and then I moved uh, to the south and uh, so I, I was uh, with a channel called SS Music in the south and um uh, stand up comedy and uh, I taught mixed martial arts for a while. I uh, 
uh, and 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 now I'm the head of marketing for a global company. So yeah, there's there's just uh, it's <laughs> it's kind of all over the place because yeah. I I think I get bored easily, and so you know when something stops being fun, I just stop doing it. And I and I think you're just getting started. I I I, I yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I think uh, since becoming a father, <clears throat> um, my feeling is that this is not going to get boring anytime soon. You know, I, I'm I, I I made this joke with Saitya the other day. I said, look, I'm I'm in this like wholeheartedly for at least the next twenty years. Yeah, like after that, I can't guarantee anything. But like for at least the next twenty years, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and she just gave me this incredibly dirty look. She's like, right, twenty years. I'm like, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I don't want to like exceed. Ex- I, like, I'm hoping to exceed expectations, but I want to set the expectations reasonable. <laughs> Hopefully, by then the kids would have left home and gone and done something for themselves. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a really weird thing. But uh, so, like in the West, right? Like, you, you turn eighteen, you leave home. That's a, it's a thing, right? India, we don't do that. You know. And I mean, my kids aren't even a year old yet, and already I, I'm, I'm, I'm dreading the day that they're like, "Okay, Dad, Mom, where are you?" And I'm like, "No, okay, wait, that's a long time away. I don't like. Let me not stress about it right now. <laughs> you know, so yeah, yeah. But yeah. it is, it is but, something. But hang on, I, so just for context, because we're an audio mm-hmm. podcast, and a lot of people can't see you, so. If you like, most of us spent like the late '90s and early 2000s watching Channel V, then you probably saw Carrie in just there. just without uh, the beard but, that I that I now sport. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the things, and I like how you've kind of used that, right? Uh, hyphenates. One of the latest hyphenates, and to be specific, about 11 months ago, you added was <laughs> yes. So. Here's a question which probably you've been asked by all your friends and everyone else. Did you always want to be a parent? I want to start off with that. So, uh, um, to give you the the answer that I gave Sahitya when she when we first had that conversation, we started talking about children, and um, she kind of misunderstood me when I said uh, I'm good either way, right? Um, and she thought. what i meant was i don't care uh and and what i what i was really trying to tell her was um whether or not i have children uh it it, it wasn't something like it wasn't a goal that was like my life will be complete if i have children i'm like my life will be complete whether or not i have children so in that sense you know i mean i don't care either which way um but it i mean i i like i've always i've always said things like you know if uh well, if i ever have children i'd want to raise them in bangalore for example right because i grew up in bangalore because the very fact that i raised my children in chennai says volumes about bangalore <laughs> so <laughs> you know but oh, but that's but that's kind of that's kind of what it was was that you know i i, I didn't have a I, i didn't have a horse in that race um i was like hey if 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 i never have children i i'll i'll still live a, a a very happy fulfilled life and if i have children well then great you know uh, bonus fulfillment um but it wasn't like it wasn't like to fill a basic requirement you, you know so so like a lot of women will will say things like i only truly felt complete when i became a mother 
And I'm like, no, see, I felt complete before I was a father. Um, I feel fulfilled in a way that nothing else could have fulfilled me in that very specific way. But since I didn't know that way even existed until I became a dad, it was never something that was planned for, you know. Although, just to be clear, we spent three years planning our children. Uh, they, they, yeah, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, because yeah. I just realized as as I said it, I was like, uh, when people <laughs> say plan and kids and it, 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 yeah, yeah, China was in a bit of a tizzy because uh, we had uh, we had like a whole group of people who were 100 percent certain that uh, that we had IVF because because um, you know, I'm 40, I'm going to be 44. Uh, and then there was a whole group of people who were absolutely certain that it was an accidental pregnancy because, well, I mean, obviously, because we're an unmarried couple, so it must have been an accident. And I also like to say, well, I mean, you're, you're not entirely wrong. I mean, you know, one was planned and the other one was kind of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Tagged along. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, I mean, we didn't plan for twins. You can't really do that. You know, it's it's a less than 1% chance to naturally have twins. So, I mean, who even thinks, you know, that, that you're going to have twins and then bang, you're having twins. And it's like, okay, okay, yeah, fair enough. So I was, I was very excited. And Sahitya was a bit freaked out. A lot of people, after the obvious IVF questions and all of that, they, they immediately gravitate towards, oh, so then there must be twins in either one of your family sides and you should trace them and go back. <laughs> I don't really care. Did you get those kind of questions? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your family members had twins earlier. We, we, we still do. And it's just like, so twins, oh, whose side of the family do twins run in? And I'm like, oh, their parents' side. And then they get very confused. And then they're like, who's, whose parents? I'm like, their parents. And they're like, wait, but, but you guys are their parents. I'm like, yeah. Twins run on the parents' side of the family. It's like, I, I don't know if you know this, but like, I, I have twins. It's insane. <laughs> it's like, That's I stop with the one generation and like, I know what people are trying to do. And I just like, sometimes I just, Sahitya says that I, that, that I have a, uh, what was the phrase that she used? Uh, she said, you're sick. And I said, why? And she said, because, <laughs> because you have this weird, like you get this perverse satisfaction in being obtuse. And I'm like, cause it's fun sometimes. <laughs> So, so I, I think this is the point in the episode where I say that uh, my mom was a twin. So hey! the speculation, the, the speculation <laughs> when my wife was pregnant. Oh yeah! Like for the till we actually went and did the scan, it's like, will it be twins? Will you also have twins? So I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> in in you, you just mentioned uh, right now that you're unmarried, uh, Ooh. and mm-hmm. uh, you know you have. You just got twins. They're about to turn a year old now, very soon, right? But then, when when you suddenly look at it from an outsider's perspective, right? In India, we're still used to the idea of living relationship. Having children while being in a living relationship has obviously you know challenges on many many fronts, right? From your family to your formal entities, and we honestly cannot even imagine like how you guys navigated that or continue to navigate it why don't you just walk us through some of the experiences that you've had in this uh, you know very interesting situation that you are in it's yeah no it, it, it is it is uh, pretty bizarre and one of one of our friends right around the time that we got pregnant 
because we were telling our friends, we're like, you know, we're seriously considering children. You know, I mean, this is this is something that we've been talking about for a really long time. And most of our friends were like, yeah, why don't you just get married before you do it? And it just makes everything so easy, right? Like everything's, I mean, that's kind of what the system is designed to do. And I was like, getting married, if, if, if that's something that a person wants, then by all means, I think that they should absolutely. I, I, so a lot of people think that I'm anti-marriage, right? And I'm like, I am not in any way anti-marriage. I'm only anti-marriage for me. Like everyone else can do it. Right. Um, but if you're going to get married, uh, the reason that you're going to get married shouldn't be, well, it'll make life easier. Right. Um, I mean, we've had people say things like, look, I mean, if for no other reason, just the tax benefits alone are great. And we're like, I- I'm not getting mad. Like, I'm not going to take a principled stand on something. And then the second my life gets difficult, I would be like, oh, you know, uh, you know, I have principles. And if you don't like them, I have other principles. You know, like, that's not... Like, I'm not, you know, uh, that's just not kind of how we function. But but it's been, um, like, from the strangest places. Um, so, for example, insurance doesn't cover when you go in to have your child. Um, the hospital does, I mean, the, 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 the insurance doesn't cover anything because you're not married. And I'm just like, but those are two entirely separate things, right? So, if someone's doing a medical procedure, um, it sh- their marital status shouldn't be uh, a part of that process, right? Like, oh, you're not married, we don't cover you. You're married, we cover you. And it's like, okay, if wow, that's, that's the first time you're hearing yeah. of it, honestly. And so, and so when we spoke with our insurers, uh, we said, well, if that's the case, then you shouldn't be charging us the same premium. Yeah. Right? If you're saying that there's some stuff that you're not going to cover, that you cover for every other woman on the planet, but you just won't cover it for us because we're not married, then you shouldn't be charging us pre- the same premium, right? And it was a it was a long drawn out fight, but eventually uh, they were like, okay, fine, yeah, we, we don't want the bad publicity, so we'll just you know we'll go ahead and, and we'll, we'll cover your uh, the, the, the cost. Of, I mean, it's not even like they cover that much, yeah, because it's like yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like fifty grand, okay, which I'm sure you know back in 1987 was like a like an amazing amount of money, right? And it, it covered it probably covered hospital. Uh, and, and then like uh, six weeks of recovery after. Yeah. But like right now, if uh, especially for us, because we had, uh, had to have an emergency C-section. So 50 grand is not covering anything. But like it, it, it was it, it was the principle of the thing more than anything else. It was like, no, if, if we pay yeah. a premium, you cover us just like you would for any other woman. Right. So it's not like we didn't want special treatment. We just wanted her to be treated like every other pregnant woman would be treated. And I think that that's a, that's a fairly reasonable ask. And uh, there was a lot of back and forth, but then, you know, we got it done. Um, but then there's other, like, really weird things, right? And I, I don't know if this is a problem because it's in English or what. But so in Tamil Nadu, you, uh, you, you have to register your, uh, your pregnancy, right? Uh, and you get something called a pick-me number. So when we went in to register the pregnancy, uh, the form said uh, mother's name, husband's name. And I'm like, I, I'm pretty certain that those are not, those are not the nouns that, that, that work together, right? Those are not the conjoined nouns, right? Because I'm quite sure that it's mother and father, husband and wife, right? So w- what the hell is mother, husband, right? Like, 
And so the person was like, well, I mean, but whoever the father is, is also the husband. I'm like, not necessarily, darling, not necessarily. Yeah. And she was like, well, but I mean, like, you guys are going to get married. And we're like, no. She's like, what do you mean? No. <laughs> we're like, we're never getting married. And she's like, then how are you having a child? I was like, uh, so we had the sexy time and she <laughs> got the pregnant and the baby is going to come out. And that's how we had the baby. And she's like, I know how you have a baby, but like, how are you guys having a baby? And I'm like, exactly like it is for everyone else. Right? Like the process is exactly the same. And she was just like, she couldn't get it in her head. Like, like, how is this happening? And so we were like, hey, can we just talk to your boss? And so we did. And then we went through this entire conversation again, like almost word for word. Right. And that guy didn't get it. So we're like, can we talk to your boss? And then we went, you know, to the next level and the next level and the next level and the next level to the point that, you know, I could literally just have that conversation in my sleep. Uh, because it's like all the questions were exactly the same in exactly the same order with exactly the same amount of disbelief and you know uh, all of that and so finally we um, we said okay um, since you guys have absolutely no solution for this uh, we're going to put my name under husband's name but we're also going to give you a letter saying that we are not trying to, to like commit fraud with the government and the only reason that we're putting my name under husband in spite of the fact that I, we're not actually married is because you don't have another option. And so that's ultimately what we ended up doing. And, you know, uh, but, but we would get like really weird questions. Like someone asked us, well, but if you guys are not married, what are you going to put under father's name on the birth certificate? We're like, um, my name. And they're like, yeah, yeah. But like, but how will they know? And I'm like, they don't decide. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you think that you go to some office and they're like, Aja, you will be the father. No, no, I don't care that you have not met this woman. You are going to be the father. Like, that's not how it works. We tell them what we want and they put it in the, you know. And so a lot of people just had these these incredibly, you know, delusional questions. And it's like, yeah. even in a topsy-turvy world, it couldn't work like that. You carry, I have, <clears throat> I have one question since you brought up your parents as well uh, in, in multiple contexts. How did they react? When, when they eventually found out that you're going to be a dad and you're going to, I don't even know if I should take this term, but co-parent, right? Considering. So it's, <laughs> so it, it's actually a really cute story, right? So, um, so we, so this was like, you know, lockdown, like Corona had happened and Sayate and I, like the plan was that 2020 was the year that, that we were going to start trying, right? And so Corona hit and, and so. August 2020 was supposedly when we were going to start trying. And I said, listen, uh, I think we're going to have to put this off for a year. And she was like, why? And I was like, look, pregnancy is complicated and difficult. And I don't like, I don't think it's a good idea for us to be doing this in a lockdown. Right. So let's at least wait until, you know, we, we, we find that life is returning to some kind of normalcy before we start trying. And she said, look, I don't think it's a big deal because, uh, you know, I mean, on average, it's going to take six months to a year before we get pregnant. And I was like, ah, oh, uh, where are you getting this from? And she's like, like with all my friends, it's taken anywhere between six months. And in some cases, like worst case scenario, like three years and stuff for them to get pregnant. And I was like, look, I don't know about you, 
I come from a long line of accidents. Okay, I was an accident. My dad was an accident. My mom was an accident. Their parents were accidents. So I I don't anticipate like a lot of time going by between you know us trying and us succeeding, right? And she said, no, that's all nonsense, blah blah blah. But so anyway, so so um, the the lockdowns kind of started to come to an end, kind of like September ish. And so we're like, okay, so now life is returning to normal. So so we'll start trying. Uh, so we go to a friend of a friend of mine who is Sathya's gynecologist, right? Um, but she was, she's been like Sathya's gynecologist for about ten years, and a friend of mine for like twenty. So we go to her and we're like, hey, so we want to have. Uh, so we're thinking it, like it's time for us to uh, have a baby. So she's like, okay, um, which one of you has the problem? So we're like none of us that we're aware of, and she says, "Well, then why are you here?" So I was like, "Uh, because you're my friend, and you're like one of the best uh, obstetricians in the city. Uh, I, I mean, in the country, really. So why wouldn't I be?" And she's like, "Well, if no- nothing's wrong with either of you, just just go and make a baby." And I was like, "Don't we need to do like tests and stuff?" And she's like, "No, man, just go and have a baby." So we're like, "All right, cool." And then uh, a month later, we go back to the hospital, and I'm like, "I think we're pregnant." And she's like, "Oh, for God's sake! You were just here a couple of weeks ago." And I'm like, "But I think we're pregnant." And she's like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Because we did a home pregnancy test. You came back positive." She's like, "Hmm. Okay, let's let's do a scan." We do a scan, and she goes, uh, "You guys are having twins." Wow. And my response was, "Oh my God, we're having twins!" And Sahitya's response was. Are you sure? Are you sure you're not like looking at the same one from like two different angles or something? And our doctor's like, no, no, I've done this a few times. I, I, I'm not misreading this, and so we were like, all right, cool. Um, but then uh, the, the thing is that apparently, with most women uh, who conceive naturally, they don't even realize that they're pregnant for at least three or four months in some cases, right? So they tend to bypass this this process that I'm going to tell you about. That sometimes um, you will be clinically pregnant with twins, but then one embryo won't make it, right? Yeah. So one egg just kind of like gets reabsorbed into the body, and then you have one baby. Now most people they don't catch their pregnancy that early, so they're completely unaware of it, right? So she said, "Look, you guys are clinically pregnant with twins, but I wouldn't say anything to anyone until there's a heart." Right. Yeah. Um, so we were like, okay, how how long before we can say something? So she said, you're gonna have to wait at least a month. Right. In a month, we should have a heartbeat, and then you can possibly tell family. So for the next month, we were avoiding our parents like crazy, because honestly, you could have taken one look at us. I mean, especially if if you gave birth to one of us. You could take one look at us and be like, "Wait, something's up. What's going on?" Right? Yeah, so we were like, "We just <laughs> can't." Like, so we were just coming up with the most ridiculous ri- excuses. Like, my my mom would call and she'd be like, "Hey, um, do you guys want to come over for dinner?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, no, we can't because you know the thing." And so yeah, and she's like, "What thing?" And I'm like, "Do you remember we were we were having that conversation and then like the other the, and the, yeah." So anyway, listen, I gotta go. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> and I was like. Because if I lie to her, she knows something's up. Because she will instantly know that I'm lying. I just have to be vague enough that 
she won't put two and two together and know that something's up, right? So anyway, so so we waited for the month. We we got the heartbeats. There were both heartbeats, and and so our doctor was like, okay, so you can tell your parents that you're pregnant with twins, but I wouldn't go public just yet. So we're like, cool, we understand that. So we um, we were also moving house at that point, right? So we called, uh, we invited both sets of parents over, and we were like, hey, listen, you know, um, when we moved into this house. Uh, the first night that we lived here, you guys came over for dinner. So we wanted our last dinner to also be with you guys. So come, right? Um, so they all come over for dinner. And um, uh, the, uh, sorry, the side story that I need to tell you is that uh, about three months before we got pregnant, we also got a puppy, right? And when we, when we talked to the puppy, um, we refer to uh, Sahitya's parents and my parents as like grandma, grandpa types, right? So they're Luna's grandparents as well. So we had, um, so we bought these little mugs, right? Um, and these, so so mugs for my parents and, you know, the little, uh, uh, like the, 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 the coffee that you, like in, in the South, you drink in the little, it's called a Davra tumbler, yeah? So we got two of those, we got two cups, and on my parents' cups, we wrote, um, uh, on my mother's cup, it said, uh, Nana, uh, established 2021, right? Uh, sorry, 2022, no, 2021. And then um, it said, uh, and then on my dad's, it said, Pop Pop, established 2021. And on her parents, it said, uh, Party for her mom and Tata for her dad, established 2021. And so we were like chatting and laughing and joking. We were like, hey, okay, so we've got like these little gifts for you guys. So we, we give them the gifts and they open it up. And my mom looks at it. She's like, oh, that's so sweet. Because she thought we were talking about the puppy. Wow. Right? So she hadn't yet made the connection. Because this was still 2020. Right? We were still in 2020 and it said established 2021. But she hadn't made that connection yet. And my dad looks at his cup and he's like, oh, that's very sweet. Oh, very nice. And Sahitya's mom pulls her cup out, looks at it. And she was sitting right next to my mom, right? So it was, it was my dad, my mom, Sahitya's mom, and then Sahitya's dad was on the other sofa. And she looked at her husband and she said, does your cup say uh, Tata? And he says, yes, it does. And she looked at us and she's like, am I going to be one? And we, yeah, and my mom went, what, what, wait, what, what? oh my God, oh my God, <laughs> and like, that just went crazy, then there was just like a whole lot of hugging and kissing and, you know, all of that and, and uh, a lot of laughing and, and that was it because I, like, both our parents, uh, uh, well, both sets of parents, um, they knew that we were never going to get married. Because we've, we've always been very clear with them that this is, it's not something that we ever want to do. Um, but they, so her parents were always hopeful that we decide to have children. And my parents were like, ah, I don't think he's going to do it. He doesn't want to get married. He's probably not going to want children either. So they had kind of resigned themselves to this idea that they were never going to be grandparents, right? And then, I mean, they got like literally the thing that they thought was impossible. So, and then twins... And we're like, yeah, oh, uh, by the way, uh, we're having twins. And it was like, and then like the second round of like, 
screaming and, and like you're hugging and just insanity, right? Uh, and then so uh, we waited until like we were about four months pregnant before we made it public. Uh, by that point, it was like it was pretty certain that there were no major complications with the babies and they were going to be fine. So yeah, so we did it. It was it was amazing. Okay. Now, now I wish I wish I could like say this is like a weird coincidence or something, but uh, my wife kind of picked a very similar thing off Pinterest, and this was oh. when we had our son. And for some reason, the guy I went to get the cups printed put the mm-hmm. wrong year. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I can't do this to my. <laughs> so I did it for my dad, and I did it exactly same thing, right? For my in-laws, and so literally, like when he and he, the mistake that he did was he printed the wrong uh, year for my mm-hmm. in-laws. Oh wow! So I but did like, he go? Okay. Did he go like a year up or a year down or like a year a year previous? A year previous, okay. Yeah. So it's like, hey, grandparents, and you haven't known for a year. <laughs> so I was like, okay, uh, what do we do with these cups? Luckily, we found like somebody who uh, r- relatives who were like parents. Yeah. So, so, so we, were, so we, we, we had to do all of this like kind of in between lockdowns, right? So we actually like we we bought the cups online and we hand painted them ourselves. Uh, okay, so a- that was yeah. So That's like I, I did, I did uh, uh, for my parents and Saitya hand wrote the cups for us because I was like, if you want me to write Tamil, good luck with anyone reading it. <laughs> I'll just draw jalebis and murkus and stuff. And I'd be like, oh, that's Tamil. There, there you go. <laughs> now, since we've done a bit of research and I've actually read about this, uh, I'm kind of going to ask you about this experience, right? Mm-hmm. Which is... Y'all have hyphenated surnames. Yeah. And it's coincidental or not, I don't know. We can decide it after I tell you this. Is that just today mm-hmm. in Italy, they mm-hmm. actually passed a rule which says it's actually unlawful to give automatically children their father's surname. Mm-hmm. And what they've actually decided is that children should be given both parents' surnames in order that they decide, unless the children agree to take, you know, that they'll agree to take just one of them. Right. And I was like, this is the world we live in, right? This is 2022. (laughs) This is happening in Italy. Yeah. We consume the same kind of cheese and, I don't know, football and whatnot. (laughs) But just look at the difference in the laws, right? But but, um, I'm very curious to know about what your experience was like with the hyphenated. Okay, listen, for starters, since since, since we're talking about Italy, right? The one thing that we have to remember, like the the one thing that, that, that is remarkably similar to India, yet completely different, is the fact that in Italy, your mother is God. Yeah, and by extension, every woman is a step above. Yeah, so even though it's not a matriarchal society, it kind of in a way functions like that, right? In India, we have uh, you know the phrase "nam kawasne," right? Yeah, like yeah, just yeah. So, ha, my mother is God, my sister is God. Are wo ladki dekho, you know, and it's like. So suddenly there's a there's a disconnect. It's like if I'm related to someone, then they are God. All other women I can treat like garbage. 
Yeah. That's kind of like weirdly the culture that we come from in the sense that we don't really have a wide arching respect for women, right? Which is, which is truly problematic for our country. And I just think I'm like, yeah, why, why should the mother of the children that not even arguably, absolutely 100% certain did more to bring them into the world than I did. Why does she not get to put a stamp on the name? Right? Why do I just automatically, I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, obviously they're going to be Edwards. That's, you know, it's what it is. I mean, like, I mean, think about, forget about fathers who are active parents, right? Think about all those deadbeat dads. Yeah. Who still get their name. Uh, who, who, whose kids still end up with their surname in spite of the fact that they were there for 60 seconds. That was the amount of time that they spent in this child's life creating the child. And then the child will still get their name. It's like, that's just mental. You know, uh, I, I, I just I just find... It's further messed up when the kid actually looks like the dad. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, so no, but, but coming back to the question that you actually asked, which was about us hyphenating our, uh, our kids' surnames. So, um, so if you hyphenate our surnames, then it's Acharya hyphen Edwards, right? So our son is River and our daughter is Zara. And so it's uh, River Acharya Edwards, Zara Acharya Edwards. And of course, with the hyphen between the Acharya and the Edwards. Um, <laughs> except... Um, when we went for the birth certificate, they gave it to us and it just said, you know, River Acharya Edwards. So it looks like first name River, surname Edwards, middle name Acharya. And the same for Zara. And we were like, no, 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 no. Those, so those have to be hyphenated. And they're like, oh. this guy's like, Hy- hyphenate? So I'm like, dash, dash. Right? It's, it's like Acharya dash Edwards. And he's like, no, you can't do that. And I was like, why not? And he's like, because see, if I press dash, nothing happens. It doesn't recognize that. It doesn't recognize the keystroke, right? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? But but like, you have the keys on your keyboard, and he's like, yeah, but it only like it doesn't recognize special characters. I'm like, but people hyphenate their surnames all the time, and he's like, yeah, no, but you, it doesn't work in India. And so I called a friend of mine, uh, a classmate of mine, because his his surname is Das Gupta. And so I called him and I was like, hey, listen, Sam, um, what does your passport say? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, your name on your passport. First name Samir, surname Das Gupta. I'm like, okay, does it have a hyphen? He goes, I think so. I was like, good enough. As long as it's on a separate line, I'm okay with that, right? Because otherwise it's just, it's all on the same line and you don't really have to care that much. But yeah, the one place where your surname and your first name are on different lines, at least you can, you can do two names in one place. So. So we were, we were like, okay, that's, you know, that's hopeful. And while at the same time, you know, Elon Musk names his son, you know, yeah. Ash 12 something, something. And that's okay for a birth certificate. You can do numbers in America, right? You can do Greek letters in America, but you can't do dash in India. <laughs> like, come on. It's, yeah. yeah. Like that, when, when, you know, when people say that, you know, the world is equal, the world is small, we are all similar. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it, it's, it's very different. I think we're all similarly backward. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you look at any backward, you, you look at any backward idea and it's global. 
right? And you look at any idea that's looking past day after tomorrow, and it's like some four places. <laughs> you know? um, I, I just think that that's that's kind of who we are as people. Is that uh, is that as as the human race, we are, uh, I, I think, just a little scared of new, and and that's kind of what you know, like like most of us, I think, are just not fans of new. It's like, hey, let's just find a status quo that we like and let's just let's keep it that way. Like just no matter what, don't. I want to dig into what you're saying, right? And I think that's kind of what we can, if we can use that same ex- thing that you're saying, is what happens with parenting, right? Like a lot of things and especially with dads, I feel. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we're, like while it's nice for three of us to talk uh, and say that, oh, we did this and we did that. But when I think about it, right, we're, as dads in general, as a whole community, scared of doing something new because you're just, your reference point is True. this. And yeah. trying something new, you don't know, right? True. Like, it, it's it's so weird. Have, have you kind of experienced that at least in the last... All the time. Yeah. Uh, because, so so one of the things that, that we were very... Like, we were doing, like, hardcore research while Saidya was pregnant because one of the things, like, so so both of us are, were very rational, or at least we try to be. That's the aim, right? So, so, so my aim in life is to have as many true beliefs and as few false beliefs as possible. And that's my goal, right? So, so anything that you tell me, I will not take your word for it, not because I don't trust you, but because I'm like, no, I just want, you know, so if you say, hey, I read this paper about the thing, I'd be like, send me the paper. I would like to read this scientific paper and then understand it in the way that you understand it, right? And and I think that that's a fairly reasonable thing. So, so we were researching, you know, everything from, you know, parenting techniques to uh, uh, sleep training to nutrition to you know, uh, thought processes and mindsets and what made sense and what didn't make sense. And, you know, and so we were looking at all of this information. And then once we had all the information, we would sift through it and we'd be like, what makes sense to us? Right. Um, and so I'm, I'm very clear that, um, that everyone is allowed to have opinions, but we're not allowed to treat opinions like their objective truth. Right. Um, and so, so like, for example, sleep training, like we looked at like, tons of research on sleep training and one of the things that became quite well at least it 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 appeared to us that sleep training was really created so that parents could get better sleep it it had less to do with the child and more to do with the parents and we were like you know what we're not going to sleep train our kids and our friends were like are you insane dude you're not going to sleep for like a year and i'm like okay if that's what our children need then that's what our children need. And if and if it's going to be uncomfortable and whatever, 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 that's the price of parenting. That's the price of being a parent. I'm totally okay with, with that, right? So we never sleep trained our children. And as a result, you know, they're almost a year old and I don't think I've slept more than four hours a night since they were born. But that's, you know, that's how it is. Because it's like, hey, if that's what they need, who the hell am I to be like, no, 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 that's just inconvenient. I, I just, you know, like, you cry, you cry until you are so tired that you will just pass out and sleep all night, right? 
uh, yeah, no, I, I'm not okay with that, you know. And so, so it was, it was this sort of delicate balancing act of, of saying, okay, what is the, what is the research saying? What are we okay with, with regard to what the research is saying? Um, and and how far are we willing to go, to make sure that they come first always, right? And that was the sort of conversations that we were having while we were pregnant. And so. And so, yeah, so w- whether it's, you know, nutrition or the way that we introduce them to their own bodies or like no one will ever say shame, shame, puppy shame to my baby. If they do, I will throw them off a bloody balcony, right? Because I'm just very clear on that. I'm like, there is no shame. Yeah. What is this idea of shame to a child? Right. This is not a concept that they should even be introduced to, yeah. uh, especially not when they're you know, uh, um, you know, like babies. Uh, yeah. So, you know, so, so we wanted to make sure that they had, uh, so like, for example, with their food, it was like, let's just give them as many different things as we can, uh, as often as they can. Let's not have them repeat meals, you know? So like Sahitya will sometimes, she'll be in the kitchen prepping for the next day from like until like 1230, she's like, she'll put, one of the babies to bed i've got the other baby she'll run into the kitchen and she'll start prepping food for the next day so we try to make sure that you know they have different kinds of fruit and they have different kinds of vegetables and they have pasta and they have you know like all of that stuff just without the salt and the sugar um so that was the other thing we're like no salt until they're one year old no sugar until they're two um because that's what the research suggests is it has the best outcome and we're like hey let's trust the research right um, we're not going to do old wives' tales. We're not going to do. But in my day, it used to be like this. Nobody cares. In in your yeah. day, you didn't have Wi-Fi. You also didn't have color television. So I don't have to trust you when it comes to children, <laughs> right? Like that's just. <laughs> but you know, Carrie, it's so interesting that you the way you have summarized this entire process of of parenting, right? And again, I'm we're speaking to you as as dads here. We've all had a journey, Peter, me, even you. Now, is it is it something that probably changes or evolves in this case dad parenting um say after every 10 or 20 years and do you see that okay are you, are you happy with the fact that today you are a dad and you're clearly a very different dad very involved dad equal parenting and all of that right do you see that this is also happening in the society today with other dads because clearly you you've been exposed to a lot of people in in you know 40 plus years of your life what, what, what do you say about this whole uh, new generation of parenting? Have you noticed something? Do you have an opinion on this? Okay, I mean, you know, first of all, I just need to be on record. I'm 29. Okay. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't, I could not resist that. I was... Ever since you said in over 40 years, and I was like holding on to the joke, I'm like, finish your sentence, finish your sentence, finish your sentence. <laughs> I think you got a good promo. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so no, it, it is nice to see that, you know, parents, I, I think, like, at least with the group of parents that, that, that we have as friends right now, you see all of them are quite a bit more involved in their in their child's lives than you know uh, 
than necessarily our parents were or our grandparents for that matter. Um, but at the same time, I think that to a large degree, that is really a bubble. You know, it's it's like, for example, like when, when so, so we're having a conversation in English, right? We come from upwardly mobile families, right? And we forget all the time that we are, we do not represent India, right? Like the India that we represent is like, it's like we are like 2% of what's going on in India, right? And the remaining 98% is completely alien to us, right? And so in that regard, I think that the, 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 the small part of India that we occupy, that little bubble, I think it's gotten quite a bit better. Uh, but I think the, the rest of the country has a long way to go before, you know, and when I say long way, I'm saying, you know, maybe a hundred years from now, you're going to have, you know, everyone in the country just being like, yeah, that's, that's what being a dad is, man. Like, what are you saying? Of course, I, of course I change diapers. Of course I give them a bath. Of course I, you know, like, dude, I'm a father. Of course I would do those things. But I think that's at least a hundred years away. <laughs> Like, I mean, even, even now, like, so, so we, um, obviously we, we have to have a nanny because it's, it's not possible for both of us to work and, you know, do all of that stuff if we didn't have a lot of help. And so, you know, my parents pitch in, her parents pitch in, we also have a nanny. And, um, like the other day, so the, the nanny, when she was, she's only been with us for like two months because we tried different nannies and it's like, yeah, this is not working. Uh, you know, and we'd be like, okay, thank you very much. And then we get another one and we try them out. We try her out for like a month and we'd be like, yeah, this is not working. Uh, one nanny we actually had for one day. Uh, she, I know, I know she, what you're talking yeah, about. So she showed up and I was like, uh, yeah, just change a diaper. And um, I watched her change a diaper and I was like, yeah, you can, yeah. You can you can head out. Thank you. We just we just pay you for the day and like you can you can go back home. We so, so you just reminded me, Carrie, that Nader and I, in like almost three years of doing the podcast, haven't done a nanny episode because I really think, uh, I can do a solo episode on just nannies. Wait, well, one second. Like, let, 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 let me get this straight. So you guys have done an episode on the Kevin Hart movie, Fatherhood. But you haven't done one about nannies? <laughs> See, when you put it this that way, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in fairness, you know, Kevin Hart's movie did have more to do with fatherhood than a nanny does. Because that's not a necessary part of fatherhood. But uh, but I, I think, you know, for most of us, it's an inevitable part of fatherhood. Uh, but yeah, no. So, so, so when our nanny was like fairly new and... Um, Saitya was feeding uh, one of them. I, I don't know which one it was. And so she called me and she said, I think, I think the baby's pooped. Can you just check? So I picked the baby. It, it was, it was my son. Uh, it was River. So I, I picked him up and I looked in his diaper and I was like, yeah, he has, I'll just change him and come back. And I put him on the changing mat and the nanny came running. Out. She's like, no, I'll do it. And I was like, I'm fine. I can handle it. And she's like, no, 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 like, like, I'll do it. And I was like, I, I know how to do this. This is not. And she stood there and she watched me do it. Right? And she watched me like clean up his bum bum. Right. Like, and she was just like, and then she actually told Sahitya, like later, like I had gone to work and she said, you know, I, I watched Sir change the diaper and he did everything correctly. And <laughs> Sahitya's like, 
He's been changing diapers from the day that they were born. Of course, he knows how to change a diaper and clean a baby's bottom, right? But like to her, it was just, it was unfathomable that this man, a man, but he, but he's a man. Like, how did he learn how to do that? And it's like it's not rocket science, you know. Um, and yeah, and also I don't think it should be optional, right? In fact. In fact, the other day, um, uh, I came home from work really late and I, I went in and uh, Zara was sleeping. And so I said hi to Saitya and Saitya said, you know, I think she's pooped and maybe we need to change her diaper. And like Zara, she's wearing a onesie, right? So even to check, it's quite a long drawn out process. So I just put my nose on her bum and I went, I'm like, no, she hasn't pooped. And then Saitya started laughing and, and I was like, what? And she's like, look at us. Look at us. We're willing to stick our noses into another human being's bum to check if they've, if they've pooped, you know? And I was like, yeah, like that's just, you know, it just seemed like the most natural thing to do. And the and, easiest, like, you, you know, know how, somehow, okay, 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 done. Yeah, okay, yeah. No, no, not happening. Yeah. And, you know, there's, there's a... Uh, uh, like a lot of times, like you see uh, uh, the movies, right? And like parents are changing the kids' diapers and they're like you're gagging and, you know. I haven't once gagged while changing a diaper. In fact, uh, I will go on record to say my baby's poop doesn't stink. <laughs> right? Like just well. like, right? Well. Now, I'm sure like, like and here's the way I see it, right? If all of us had babies the same age, I'd be like, listen, Peter, Nader, your baby's poop stinks, man. Like, they're not like mine, right? And each of us will have exactly the same thing, right? Nader would be like, Peter, Carrie, your baby's poop stinks, man. But like, mine doesn't, right? But it's just, I mean, that's kind of, that's what it is. It's like, that's your baby and like, nothing matters. And I'm like, sometimes I think that the way that parenthood is portrayed in films does not do parenthood justice. Because it sets this, like, it sets this weird standard that's actually not true, right? Like, some things are actually way more difficult than, than they look in the movies. And some things are just way easier, right? And I, I'm, like, I'm guessing I, that's the, the, I think that was the whole purpose of the movie in some ways, right? No, like, I, I so, so there's this movie called Bad Neighbors. Yeah? I haven't seen it. Um, it's a uh, uh, Seth Rogen and uh, um, uh, what's that? That the the the, the good-looking boy from uh, the the boy who became like really popular because of that. Um, it was like this musical show. Um, Zac Afron. That's the one, right? Uh, so Zac Afron plays the bad neighbor, and then uh, uh, Seth Rogen uh, plays the dad that lives next door with his wife. And I, I am failing to remember the actress. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's a scene from there where they're changing a diaper and they're both like... <laughs> and like I'm like, okay, I have never ever actually seen a parent in real life do that. And honestly, and to be completely honest, if I ever saw a father do that, I would judge him. I'd be like, dude, something's wrong with you. If, if you're smelling your baby's poo-poo and you're like, bleh, bleh, I'm like, there is something wrong with you because that just ain't normal, man. Everything that they make is beautiful. Shut up. 
Okay, so I'm going to steer this conversation a little away from the poo-poo and the diapers. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and, and, and we're going to lighten things up a bit. And uh, for this, of course, uh, I have to transition by first giving credit to our common friend, Anuj, because it's a question that he also kind of contributed and I found it was like really good to ask you. Uh-huh. So I'm going to quote it directly. So the question being... Uh, You've had a wild ride up until this point in life. What's the one thing about your past that you wouldn't want to let your kids know at all? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like wow. I I can't think of a single thing that I wouldn't that I wouldn't share with them. Um like I honestly I there, there's nothing like that that was that was also one of the things that Sahitya and I talked about like early on because uh, so both of us are atheists that doesn't help matters uh, because again india is not set up for you know uh, so like every form that you have to fill out they'd be like uh religion would be like not applicable and they'd be like no so i wrote ma and they were like oh, what is na and they're like trying to figure it out they're like what na n a the muslim and i'm like no no it, it just it's not applicable and they're like what do you mean it's not applicable and i'm like i i don't have a religion and they're like everybody has a religion i'm like no 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 everybody doesn't some of us just don't we don't do that and they're like so what god do you pray to that's what that was the next question okay if you don't have religion then what god do you pray to and i'm like i, I don't believe that god exists and it's like you know it, it it's just like like i just suddenly like flashed them or something right that's kind of the response that you get and and so so even so so now her parents are hindu and my parents are christian and and both our parents are like very devout right um and so my mom once asked me she said but why don't you want them to have a religion i mean you did when you were a child and my point was um yeah I, i but i don't want to lie to them um you know i i'm not going to tell them a story that i don't know is true i i'm not claiming that i know it's false but i i have no reason to think that it's true and so i'm not going to tell them anything that i do not think is true and similarly when you know so this kind of ties into the question that you're asking which is if they ask me hey dad um we heard some stuff and i'm like yeah it's probably true <laughs> yeah you know, what was it was it like some sexy time stuff and they'd be like yeah it was and i'm like yeah that was all true yeah your dad was a dog <laughs> i mean when 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 uh, when sahitya made it public that we were that we were dating this is our dog i mean we've been together for 8 years we've known each other for 9 but when she made it public that we were dating uh, <laughs> like she likes to say yeah i got calls and messages from women from three different cities telling me what a big mistake it would be wow and i'm like you know they they were wrong in that you know they would have met me between the ages of 16 and 24 which is about when i was the biggest dog that was that was that i could possibly have been and so yeah they were right if that was the guy that you were still dating 
except you know you're not dating the 24 year old me you're dating the you know at, at that point like 35 or 36 year old me which is a very different me so i don't blame them for warning you i mean hell i might have warned you if i was still 24 i'd be like you know this is not a good idea right like i am probably just gonna like ghost you or something <laughs> yeah that's that's but, what the terms are now right yeah yeah those terms. it's so yeah so so like so we do things that like for the kids like like we we do stuff that's culturally significant but we don't do anything that that has a religious you know yeah that's that's kind of how we that's how we are and, and so like i don't want to do the whole santa claus thing i'm just like i i get that like it's a tradition but you know i i also didn't like the fact that when i found out that it wasn't true i i didn't like the fact that my parents had lied to me for you know 32 years at that point <laughs> because i have a story on that is that uh, this past year mm-hmm. uh, in december at my son's school i was santa claus right hey and now here's the thing i didn't want to tell my son about it and i didn't want to kind of you know he's four at that time right. i didn't want to ruin it for him and so here's me being all and i think this is also reflective of just like how us as parents want to be so guarded and careful and mm-hmm. you know we overthink sometimes yeah. these very trivial things in the larger perspective so i told my wife like listen when i'm dressing up in the santa outfit you know just like let him be somewhere else so he doesn't kind of think because he still has that but here's my son who surprises me he saw me dressed up as santa claus mm-hmm. still came up to me and the entire thing he realized and i think in his head he had figured out that hey for today my dad is going to be santa claus for all my friends and stuff like that through the entire 3 hour program that i was sitting as santa claus mm-hmm. not once did he come up and say dada or anything but oh, that is fantastic that. though yeah and 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 that blows my mind even now when i'm saying it when i think yeah. about it because that's a 4 year old right right here right. we adults claiming to know so much kind of put together this thing as we must put yeah, i'm walking to be like hey peter what's up <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean i mean i mean, I mean santa you know? <laughs> yeah but but that but that's yeah. the thing right so like we we've already built our kind of idea of how the kids should think but yeah maybe sometimes you just need to let the kids do what they need to do man yeah like you know i want to wrap up but there is like at least a couple of things i definitely have to ask you before we wrap up right? uh-huh. uh one one thing is this is like like i said in the start right we're doing fathers month and this is yeah. one question we're going to ask uh all dads so one of the things like of all the dads that we've got this month right is that it's not just about showing up right it's about being involved in there but a lot of that comes with you know the looks that you talked about and just yeah, people yeah. wondering like what's this guy doing there so yeah. here's your platform and here's your chance is what's one thing you'd like to say to those who see you and wonder like you know what's that guy doing here why is this dad like doing something for his kids all right um i'm going to start off by saying like i understand that fathers like me all over the country especially in our country uh and well largely for for most of asia i think it's quite an asian thing um i i understand that that people are going to look at us like we're insane 
and for all intents and purposes for the next 15 or 20 years that's exactly what it's going to feel like it's going to feel like we are insane and then 15 or 20 years from now people are going to go oh yeah yeah that's that's normal you know that's i mean that's that's really that's kind of what's going to happen and and i think that for every father that gets a weird look just just remember that you know um 20 years from now you're not going to be a freak you know uh, 20 years from now there are going to be people that will follow the path that you laid out um uh, especially for the ones that are really public about their journey um i mean you guys for example right like you guys are super involved fathers and you have a podcast and you know and every person that listens to that podcast is going hey yeah i can you know either i it's like hey i already do that or hey i could just do that right and and so in so many ways there's there's fathers who are looking at you guys uh every week and saying yeah okay so these guys have kind of shown me an idea and like maybe i can do that maybe it's it's not impossible right this is this is stuff that can happen and i just think that as long as as long as we're willing to put up with the with the weird looks and the you know and the seemingly insane sort of position that we're put in uh, as long as we continue to do that i think hey, the faster we will see change right and 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 that to me is is huge because it will just mean that not only will we get to a place where we value our partners more uh, but we'll get to a place i, I think like socially speaking I, i think we'll get to a place where like i i would truly like to believe that like my kids will grow up with a with a very different understanding of men and women than than we had right like i mean my mother to this day will be like that's a woman's job and i'm like what did you just say cleaning dishes is a woman's job you know like that's it's a job but the job is not gendered you know and and yeah. i i'd like to believe that a my children will grow up in a world where they won't have to point that out to their parents but more so they'll grow up in a world where that's not even something that they would think about yeah. it would never even occur to them that oh that's a man's job that's a woman's job you know it would just be like that's a job just whoever wants to do the job do the job right someone's got to do the job right yeah <laughs> so like i mean yeah, i mean if if for example if if my son wanted to be a ballet dancer and my daughter wanted to be an automobile mechanic well i like i mean if that's what you want to do do it right and then i'll send you to ballet school and i'll send you to the engineering college and i'll you know the only difference is that my darling i'm not a great dancer so i will not be able to help you there <laughs> but my darling i'm really good with engines so i can help you there that i you know so but like yeah i i just think that you know society at large is is due for a change and the way that we see gender has a lot to do with that change and and so i just think that our kids generations are just you know I mean I'm like I'm like a decade older than you guys and your kids are older than mine so they'll all more or less like grow up at the same time and I'd like to believe that that world is is going to be a world where you know 
these sort of weird stereotypes don't happen anymore and and i think the only way that that doesn't happen is if we stick to our guns and we don't let people's like weird expressions make us give in right it's like if you're changing a diaper bloody change a diaper don't like start changing the diaper and then someone gives you a weird look and you're like yeah okay uh, sweetie you change this diaper that like don't do that don't give in you know just just keep keep going do the things that that you feel like be authentic right like like don't change a diaper so that you can go and be like oh you know how many diapers are changed like change the diaper because the diaper needs to be changed right yeah. uh, not because you're the only person who can do it but because you're the person that wants to do it right and just find that level of authenticity in in the way that you raise your children and i think that you know that they'll they'll be great that's yeah words of great wisdom from a dad <laughs> to other dads and i hope they are all listening Yeah, and a very a very new dad at that. Yes, yeah? so maybe take all of the stuff that I say with a pinch of salt, because maybe I just don't know what the hell I'm talking about. No, maybe not, because you're speaking from the heart, and I think that is exactly what today's dads need to listen to. And thanks so much, man, Carrie. We we had so much fun thank today. Thank you, thank you for having me. I mean, you opened thank you opened you. your heart and your mind to us, so we really appreciate it, and uh, we sincerely hope the listeners, uh, uh, you know. appreciate this too so thank you so much hey and and i really hope that the, that your podcast grows in leaps and bounds and leaps and bounds and and uh, because it's it's something that is much needed i think uh, dads really don't have i mean there's like a thousand whatsapp groups for moms and like the dads don't really have anything cuz you know i mean what would we really talk about You know, like, like as fathers, I, as, I changed. I changed the diaper today, guys. <laughs> you know, it's like, Shut up! I mean, oh, we I, all do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you got, and then you got like one guy who's like, "Ah, oh, what's a diaper?" I think I'm nappy. Bolta hai wo. But but no, but but like I I mean I I don't mean to to like be evil to to fathers who don't do it. It's not. I, it's not a contest, right? Like, like we're not in this to be like, oh, look at me! I should get Father of the Year, you know. Um, in fact, in fact, just earlier today, um, uh, Sahitya won an award, and uh, so we were at the award function, and we had another young couple who were friends of us, and so when his wife won her award, she went up and he was like taking a video of the whole thing, and so Sahitya said to him, um, she was like, hey, hey, Husband of the Year. and he looked at me and he's like bro like how could i be husband of the year right and i remember i'm like i'm totally cool with you being husband of the year we're not married so like you're the <laughs> only one like between the two of us you're the only one that could be husband of the year man take it like have fun right <laughs> but but yeah i, I just like I, i i just think that that you guys are doing an a, an amazing job um and and i really do hope that you know that that fathers just find their their voice uh, by by which i don't actually mean like speaking i just mean like you know existing as fathers i just i i i hope that that you know every father just finds a way that makes sense to them and uh, and that they're just more active in their in their children's lives and i think the world will be a a better place for it so yeah okay on 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 that note it's it's a wrap thank you so much carry we you. really appreciate this conversation
thank you thanks gary thank you so much thanks rather wow nadir honestly gary has so much to talk about and on so many different topics i think really if gary has not already done so he should have done radio and i know he has a podcast but i think this is incentive enough for him to continue podcasting i think he does both or he's done both in the past <laughs> he's a quite a big personality somewhere in his intro we must have probably missed out but i'm pretty sure he was a radio host at some point he also has his own podcast and what i love about carry's personality is that he's very direct you know like zero bananas given <laughs> you know he calls a spade a spade and i think that's the that's that's why we love talking to these kind of people because they are so clear in their mind about the way they want to live their lives and that's just fantastic you know honestly carry is a delight to have as a guest on a podcast because you can just talk so much to him and i think easily we could have had this conversation for two or three more hours and we could have talked about like way more topics don't you agree nadir for sure carry is such a colorful character and he has dabbled in so many things right so i have so much confidence that doing whatever a dad does is going to come so naturally and so nicely to him whatever he does whatever stories that he has i'm sure he'll be able to take those forward the way he has been doing it and uh, he's just he's just a great guy and i'm so glad that we found him and he was able to tell us his story with all shades of colors yeah and i think it's a great way to kick off this fathers month uh, we've got few more stories left uh, this month as always uh, just stay tuned to our social media handles uh, or our website popsinapod.in and stay tuned to what we have coming up next in this fathers month our second dad of fathers month has actually been in the public eye and there's a very high chance you've probably seen him on the indian edition of shark tank so trust me he's got a great story to tell and you don't want to miss that see you guys next week